Hey guys, welcome to Fitchix Chat brought to you by Fitchix Academy, where we help heart-centered women who love health and fitness get certified as fitness and nutrition coaches and build amazing businesses. Our goal is to educate and empower women to take control of their lives through our weekly podcasts, where we talk about fitness, nutrition, mindset, and wellness. I am your co-host, Amanda Quinn. I'm the co-founder of Fitchix Academy. I'm a certified personal trainer, yoga instructor, business coach, and a mom. In each episode, you will hear from either myself and Laura Jackson together, sometimes solo, as well as from top female experts in the field of fitness, nutrition, and wellness to educate and empower you to take control of your health and your life. Now let's dive into this week's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. On today's episode, guys, I have the amazing Kaylin Poulin joining me from Lady Boss. We are going to be talking all about her fitness journey, how she went from 65 pounds overweight to breaking world records and hitting the stage, like just crazy madness. She's going to be sharing her secrets. She's going to be diving in, talking about, you know, any tips that she has to help get you motivated, get you to the gym and get you some amazing results. So I'm really excited for this interview. I'm really excited to share this information with you guys. So make sure to listen up. Now, if you're not familiar, Kaylin Poulin, as the founder of Lady Boss um, Weight Loss, she is an award-winning fitness professional. She's a best-selling author, weight loss expert, who personally went through a 65-pound weight loss transformation. She has been featured by ABC, NBC, and CBC across the country. Kaylin is also a regular contributor to Today, BuzzFeed, Pop Sugar, Pop Culture, and Oxygen. So guys, like grab a pen, grab paper, get ready to take some notes because she's gonna be sharing some serious knowledge with you guys today. Welcome to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast, where we talk all things fitness, nutrition, and wellness for women to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. And now, your hosts, Laura Jackson and Amanda Quinn. Hey everyone, welcome to Fit Chicks Chat. I'm Amanda Quinn, and on today's podcast, we have the amazing Kaylin Bullen. Hi, Kaylin. Hello, Amanda. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no, it's my pleasure. So, guys, this is Kaylin. She is the founder of Lady Boss, and she has such an amazing story to share with you guys and so many amazing tips and tricks to, like, help you transform and, you know, live your best, healthiest life. So, Kaylin, thanks so much for joining me. Honestly, I know that what you're going to share with our listeners today is going to be like amazing content and so life-changing for them. So let's dive in and start off with your transformation and your why. Because I think I love to share with people your story about how you transformed your life um, from a fitness perspective, where you started, where you went to, because you hit the stage. Like you went and you were like one of the fastest people to hit the stage, were you not? The, yeah, the fastest. Actually. The fastest. <laughs> so you always like ex- like over excel in everything. Hey, I mean, you're talking about too much. I have to live up to all of this now. What are you doing to me? <laughs> so all your listeners are like, oh, this could be good. I'm like, oh, crap. Oh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, my story's kind of crazy. Um, you know, when I was, my dad died when I was 16. And at that point, I started gaining a bunch of weight. It kind of started like taking all my emotions on food. And I really had this like food addiction I was dealing with for a really long time um, throughout the years. And 
What's funny is uh, one year in college, I um, went home for Christmas, and this is really the moment that started, like, set off the rest of my life that I live now, is yeah. uh, my grandma makes the best snickerdoodles in the world, okay? I will tell you that, like, the absolute best, and I'm going for, like, my sixth one, and I gained, like, so much weight. My family was like, oh, my gosh, like, what is happening to Kaylin? Like, type of deal where I whisper behind your back and I go for like my sixth cookie and my grandma like literally comes out of nowhere and like smacks my hand and she goes now Kayla do you really think that you need that cookie in front of my whole family and I was like oh like I was like so mad and oh, yeah. so like upset I just like stormed off and the whole way home I like cried the whole way home I was so upset I was so mad at her and then I got home and I was like you know what? Like she's right. And it was finally just that breakthrough moment for me where I was just like, she's right. And I am so tired of this. I'm tired of like the food being in control of me. I'm tired of all this. So I instantly like Googled weight loss transformations. And right. I was like, wow, like this woman's lost like 200 pounds and I needed to lose like 60, 65 pounds. And I was like, she's lost 200 pounds and she's lost 150 pounds and she's lost hundred pounds. I'm like if all these women can do it, like I can do it, you know? And so the next day I really just started out like, okay, I'm going to do this thing. And, um, you know, about seven months later, you know, after a lot of, after a lot of trial and error, when I finally like figured out what I was going to do, um, I lost the 65 pounds in seven months. Then after that, I was like, oh, I lost the 65 pounds. Everybody's like, what are you going to do now? I'm like, I'm going to compete in the show. Like, and then I took it out and I was like, why did I tell everyone that? That was stupid. Why did I tell everyone that? And so I went on um, to compete in my first figure competition and nice. uh, won my class and won the overall at my first show, went on to junior nationals in Chicago. Everyone's like, don't even go. It's a waste of your time. Like, it's so political. You don't have a chance. You're going to waste your time and money. You're going to be on there for like 30 seconds. And then I ended up setting the world record for the fastest IBB pro card in the entire world. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, it is crazy. And, you know, and then after that, I was like, you know what? Fitness is cool, but that's not where my heart lies. I really want to help the women that are just like me in the beginning that are sitting on the couch, feeling hopeless, like depressed, like don't know what to do, don't know where to start. Cause I remember that like it was yesterday, like it haunts me, you know, of like, what do I do? I want to change. What do I do? And so from that yeah. moment forward, I set out to, to help women lose weight and, and be able to love themselves again. It's amazing. And I mean, there are so many women, like I was one of those women too. Like, well, I was more when I was a teenager going through that same thing, that trial and error, trying to figure it out, feeling uncomfortable in my skin. I also used food as like an emotional tool, which I think is so common. Um, you know, whether it's you're overeating or you're undereating or whatever, you use it as like this control mechanism in some way. And I was, I was in the same boat as you in that sense. Um, using it for grief. I had lost my sister when I was nine. And so it was like, I didn't know how to process it. I was such a young kid. So I just kept eating and eating and eating. And I gained a lot of weight and then I tried to figure it out. And I went through like that stage of trial and error where I was doing a lot of fad diets and like really yeah. risky kind of things. When you think about it now, when you're educated and you look back, you're like, Whoa, that was like really dangerous what I was doing. What do you say to like, because I know your programs they follow like a strategy, like a proper strategy for weight loss and for maintenance and for a healthy living. What do you say to the women that probably come to you at Lady Boss and are like, oh, well, you know, I'm on like the cabbage soup diet or like I'm trying, like I'm doing keto or I'm doing this or that. Like, how do you feel about um, bad diets and how do you kind of like pull it back a little bit to get them back to like eating just 
as like basically like a strategy versus a diet. Yes. So this is like one of the biggest things. And it's not just like, I mean, it's like everyone out there, like women, the stat is women diet five times a year. So every three months they're like on to the next thing. Yeah. And what you realize is, you know, we start like plans and programs, right? And we have like the thing to do. And what you have to realize it's not the plan of a program. It's how consistent you are with it. Yeah. And um, it is what I've realized over time. And you know, these things that it's like, Oh, take out this food group, like take out carbs or take out fats yeah. or take out, like, I did all of that. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. Like I lost a little bit of weight, but I was so crazy. I couldn't even remember my own phone number. Like, <laughs> I was so sick all the time. And it's like, right. if that's how you're feeling, like that's not how your body was created to operate. So if yeah. you are feeling like your body is not at peak energy at peak state, like if you aren't feeling good, if you're the color in your face, isn't like there in the more because the diet that you're doing or your heart is pounding out of your chest, like that's not what you're supposed to do. Like that is not meant for your body to do. And so you just have to really, and you have to reel back and realize like back to the basics before all the marketing strategies, before all these like sexy terms of like get abs in five days, you know, like before <laughs> Strip all that away. What are the things that you need to do? The things that don't sound sexy, right? You need yeah. to eat right. You need to move your body and you need to like be positive to yourself. Like those are the three things. Yeah. And you know, the, the, the thing is like, those aren't sexy. Like I'd yeah. rather take this, that's the option of like taking this pill and it just falling off. And those are all the things that I bought into everything that was marked new, in the supplement store, like I wanted to buy it because I was like, oh, that's what's going to get the weight off. No, that thing is not what's going to get the weight off. You are yeah. the person that gets the weight off. You're the person that gets yourself healthy. And once you strip it all away, you realize like, if I don't have the foundation laid for a healthy lifestyle, I'm going to constantly be chasing after this figment of imagination of losing weight because it's a magic pill that was found on uh, underseas on Mars, like <laughs> Yes, exactly. And so when you strip it all away, you just have to realize like the only thing that's going to help you lose weight, that's going to help you keep it off for good. And that's going to make you feel good is eating right, moving your body, being positive to yourself. Like, yeah, that's it. Now, I mean, what do you think is like the biggest thing that causes women to like fall? Because, you know, you hear people all the time, they talk about like motivation, like, well, I'm not motivated to do it. I'm not motivated to do it. Like, uh, what do you think kind of holds them back? Like, I always feel like when I hear people saying like, I'm not motivated, I almost think of it as like a fear like versus motivation. Cause I think like you can find the motivation like to get up and move. Like I know that that can be hard sometimes. I get that totally. Mm -hmm. But I do think that a lot of times it comes down to a fear, a fear of like, well, what if I do reach my goal? Then what am I going to focus on? Or a fear of like, well, what if I just really suck at this? Like what if I just can't do it, you know? And, or if I show up to the gym and I'm like confused and I stand out and people make fun of me or something along those yeah. lines. Do you, do you have a different feeling around like the commitment side of it or the motivation side? Yeah, so I am a true believer that motivation is total BS. Like, yeah. there is no such thing. I am, I'm never motivated to do anything. The difference is, <laughs> like, that's, like the, that's like the cool word for it, right? It's like, oh, like, I'm so, like, whoever said, like, I'm so motivated to go to the gym today. Like, yeah. no one has ever said that in their friggin' entire life, okay? Let's just yeah. be honest. And I it's do it like, as part of my daily routine. That's it. Not because I like it. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. But like, you know what I mean? And so the difference is like, 
you have to realize, ladies, like you're never going to wake up a day and be like, I'm so motivated, right? Like what happens is you have to create and make it a habit in your life where you don't have to feel any type of way. Us women, we want to go off of our feelings all the time. Like, I don't feel like doing this or I feel like doing this or I don't feel yeah. like doing this. Like we have to stop listening to our feelings and we have to start creating habits and you just start executing on those habits. And so when you take away the word motivation, it's like, well, how do I get myself to do things consistently, because that's really what we want. We don't want motivation, we want consistency. Yeah. And so if you take away that word and you say, okay, how do I create a habit in my life to where I'm actually doing this consistently? And it's like, for me now, I don't have to be motivated to work out, even at 39 weeks pregnant. Like I don't have yeah, to be motivated to work out, right? Like it's such a habit for me now that like I can't stand not doing it because yeah. it's like such a part of my life. But the way that I did that is I started thinking about like brushing my teeth, right? Like. When you first learn to brush your teeth, like it's not like, okay, brush your teeth on Tuesdays and Thursdays and that's it, right? Like, no, it's like you have to brush your teeth every single day, twice a day. And that's yeah. how you build the habit, right? So when yeah. I was first building the habit, um, and, and so this way that you don't need motivation ever again in your entire life, is you start building the habit. And so I just said, I'm going to move my body every single day. Yeah. Move my body. It doesn't matter how it is. I could walk on a treadmill. I could go walk around the block. I could go play tennis. Like, it doesn't matter. Move my body at least 10 minutes a day, breathe hard and sweat. Like, that's it. And yeah. then when I started doing that, like, my body got so used to it. Now, if I don't do it, it's like that weird, icky feeling of not brushing your teeth. You know what I mean? Like, like all of a sudden, like, you out of bed and, like, the house is on fire and you're, like, running out and you're, like, oh, I didn't brush my teeth. Like, it, like, throws you off. Like, yeah. You start getting out. That's the way I feel about not working out now because it's become such a habit and it's not a two day a week thing for me. It's not a maybe I'll get to it thing for me. It's scheduled in my calendar. It's something I do every single day and it's become such a habit that now like my body can't stand not to do it. Yeah. So you don't yeah, need no. motivation. <laughs> you don't need motivation. Yeah. Consistency and you build that through habit. Definitely. And that's why I think it's so key to find something that you can actually do for the rest of your life. Like when I hear people say like, Oh, I'm, I'm going to take up running, but I hate running. I'm like, then why are you going to run? <laughs> like, yeah. why? Don't do that. Do something that you actually are going to enjoy so that you can do it for the rest of your life. And if that shifts yeah. and that changes over time, that's cool too. And if you find different interests mm -hmm. stuff, like, you know, you like a sport one day or you like something else, you want to try something that's cool. But you have to actually enjoy it or at least not hate it. <laughs> like don't despise it because then you're never going to want to do it. Yes, um, and I feel like the same way around diet, right? The diet side of it is so key because it's like, it has to be, it has to be something that you can maintain. And that's why I think those fad diets and stuff are so hard. I remember doing the low carb thing too. And I remember not only feeling like low energy and stuff, but I just remember feeling really sad. I was sad. Yeah. I was sad. Like every day I was like, I just want to eat a sandwich. <laughs> and I went and left oh, myself and it was like, it was an internal battle. Like daily. I was like, just, I should eat that sandwich. I'd be jealous of people. So I couldn't go out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Seriously. All I did, like thinking back on it, like after like 20 weeks of no carbs, all I did was lay on my couch and watch SpongeBob and eat sugar-free Jello. Like that—that that was what my life was, right? I know. I never. I went to the gym twice a day. I was like, oh, so sad. It was just like that's not the way to live your life, guys. <laughs> and that's what yeah. I mean. 
switch. That's what made me find that change, right? And so if you're listening right now and you're like on your couch watching SpongeBob eating sugar-free Jello, like yeah. maybe it's time to like look for a different option. <laughs> yes, a better quality of life for you. Yeah, somewhere that you can go outside of your home and experience life a little bit more. Now, what would you say is like one of the biggest sort of, not like cardinals, but one of the mistakes that a lot of women make when it comes to weight loss, um, specifically with their training side? Ooh. Hmm. Specifically with training, mm-hmm. I would say, okay, okay, this is kind of in both worlds, but I would say, ladies, you have to throw out your scale. Right. You have to throw out the scale. Yes. And especially in training, because the biggest mistake women make is we get obsessed with the scale. We get on the scale every day. Like a gallon of water is eight pounds. If you're more hydrated one day than another, like your scale is going to be up. Okay. Yeah. And so like we get so obsessed with the scale and like reading the number, but the scale lies. And especially if you're building muscle, especially if you're training, especially mm-hmm. if you're, you're weightlifting, right? Like your body composition is changing. You are losing inches. You're like, my pants fit way better, but the scale says I've went up five pounds. Like yeah. the scale freaking does not matter. Like I just, I literally a couple days ago, I made a video of me like smashing my scale. <laughs> like, in my yard because I was like, I'm so sick of this thing, like lying yeah. to women. And it's so true because it doesn't know the difference between like muscle density and fat. And yeah. as your body starts changing, as you're training, as you're weightlifting, that scale is going to go up, you know, yeah. because muscle, yeah. And so like muscle density is very different than fat density in the body. And so throw out the scale, get off the scale, like stay away from it. I have a picture of me. Um, and I'll give you this, Amanda, so, you know, maybe you can post it on there, but I have I a picture of them both at 135 pounds, and one of them I have a six-pack, and one of them I have, like, a little belly, and I'm the same freaking weight, but if I would have been on the scale every day, like, it's such a liar, I would have given up, because I'm, like, I'm not making any progress, I'm not, you know, like, this doesn't matter, like, I'm not changing, like, I would have given up, and I wouldn't have had, like, got the results that I did, because the scale was lying to me the whole time, so I think that's the biggest thing, ladies, is Freaking go blow up your scale in your backyard, smash like a couple rocks like I did. Um, <laughs> that's like the biggest thing that you need to do. And what do you do use that is it Because I agree with you. We don't even have a scale in my house. Even when I was pregnant with my daughter, I didn't know what my starting weight was when the doctor asks you that question. And then every weigh-in that I had to do, I did it with my back to the scale because I was like, I don't even want to know the number because I don't want it to consume me. I don't even care. It doesn't matter. As long as I'm in the healthy range, I was like, just tell me if I'm starting to eat too many brownies. Like if I, if the scale's getting too heavy, just tell me and I'll scale back a bit, you know? But like, I just didn't, it didn't matter to me. And so what did you use then to, um, to help you sort of um, track your progress? Was I it- just, I measured inches. Yeah, I measured inches. Like once a month, I would do inches for like both arms, neck, waist, um, hips, and then like each leg. Yeah. Um, and then and, and pictures. I would do pictures literally once a week on the same day, same mirror. I would just put on like my spandex and a sports bra. I would take pictures. And the pictures – like the picture, and I didn't even do them in the very beginning, which I'm so like pissed about now because I was like, yeah. I don't want to take before pictures, but now I'm like, dang it, I don't have any actual pictures of me. <laughs> but I'm telling you, like, if you take just a weekly picture, you don't have to post it anywhere. Just make a little album in your phone and save all your weekly pictures there. And the pictures, like, they will tell you the story. You'll be able to look at week one and then week eight and be like, wow, like. I can actually see how my body is changing, right? Yeah. I can actually see 
the difference here. And even though like the scale may have said you're the same weight over eight week period, like you can see your body changing on a weekly basis. And even if you can't see it, like hand it off to someone else and they're going to be like, oh dang, it's harder for us to see our own bodies changing. Um, yeah. So just take the pictures, do measurements once a week. Uh, and go, go on Amazon. There's like the little measurement things where it literally hooks into itself so you can measure your body on your own. Like that's Yeah, you it. just clip it and then it like tightens. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, um, you did this amazing thing on your Instagram uh, just yesterday. You were talking about this message that I, I was watching and I love, and I really wanted to share that with everyone. Um, and so you guys should always make sure that you follow Lady Boss on Instagram to share some amazing stuff. But on there, you were talking about um, the whole idea, the whole concept of like, you have to look within first. Like essentially, like it's like, Yes, you might have a goal. You might be wanting to get to a certain place, but, and you might think like, okay, like if I lose this weight, I'm going to love myself or I'm going to feel this different way or I'm going to be so happy about it. And then you get there and you're like, oh, what happened? Right? Yeah. Like, why don't you share it? Can you, do you mind just sharing sort of what that message was a little yeah. bit with our listeners? Because I yeah, think you, you articulate it way better than I just did. <laughs> I was well, like short forming it. <laughs> I had this epiphany, you know, after I had lost all the weight, because I thought like, I was 180 pounds. I was super depressed. Like I had no energy. I was like, did not want to get out of bed every day. I was, you know, eating a five pound bag of gummy bears and a whole tub of cookie dough. Like it was bad. And, you know, I thought like, Oh, like when I lose this weight, you know, I'll, I'll be able to look in the mirror and like who I see. Like mm -hmm. I, I would just walk out of the house wearing sweatpants and like a sweatshirt or a baggy t-shirt. And I wouldn't even look at myself in the mirror. You know, it, because I didn't like what I saw. Like, I knew, like, what had happened. I knew that it was my fault. And I didn't like dealing with it. And so I was like, oh, if I lose this weight, like, I'm going to, I'll finally like who I see in the mirror. I'll finally have confidence. I'll finally, like, love who I am. I'll, I'll finally be able to be nice to myself. I'll finally, like, stop talking all this crap in my head to myself. And, you know, the big epiphany for me is after I lost all that weight, like, after I was, you know, it, even competing, right, I was down to, like, freaking having an eight pack and like 9% body fat and like all this crazy stuff, right? Like, yeah, I have pack. and I thought that I looked worse then. like I felt worse about myself then looking in the mirror than I did when I was 180 pounds. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because I never like liked myself at 180 pounds. I never spoke nice to myself at 180 pounds. I never had confidence in myself at 180 pounds. So when I got to 135, like 130, 125 pounds, when I was in that range, like I was more mad at myself. I felt more uncomfortable. Um, I felt more like I, I had lower self-esteem at that point because I thought that losing the weight was going to help me love myself, was going to help me like who I saw, was going to help me talk better to myself. And the weight doesn't do that. Like you do that with yourself. So yeah. then I started writing out. So I was like, I want to change that. Like we have this conception of, oh, when I get to the weight loss goal, all my problems are going to be solved, but I'm going to be happy and I'm going to be amazing and everyone's going to like me and I'm going to feel loved. Like that's not true. You know, yeah. you're the only person that can do that for yourself. It has to be throughout the whole journey. That's why like at Lady Boss, the motto is lose weight and love yourself again. Right. Because right. it is a process that happens at the same time. It has to happen together because the end result isn't going to get you there. And so I really just wrote out some affirmations to myself and just, I wrote them on the mirror and was like, I'm beautiful. I'm amazing. Like I can do this. Like I make no excuses. I'm unstoppable. And I just started reading it to myself 
every day. Like every day I would read those things. And it started really changing the outlook that I had on myself. And it really started making me more comfortable inside of my body with who I was and who I am and like who God says I am. Right. And, right. and just sort of like reading those things over, over myself and it really changed my outlook. And that's just like the biggest thing that ladies that you need to get is it's not the weight that's going to get you there. It's like the things that you say to yourself on a daily basis. And the only way that you get those negative things out is by putting positive things in. And the positive things have to be trained in. The negative things do not. We've been telling ourselves negative things since the time that we could talk, you know, and, 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 and getting it from around us, from, you know, other women in our lives that would say they're fat in the mirror and call themselves names and, you know, put themselves down. And like, we've been accumulating all of this negative for so long, like you have to train the positive in. And the only way that you do that is by speaking it into your life every day. And then it's like, you start liking who you see in the mirror, no matter what the weight is, no matter if you get pregnant and you gain, you know, 40 pounds or whatever it is, 60 pounds, like you can still love yourself because you love yourself for you, not for like the shell not for the body, right? And then that initially will get you to the weight loss that you want because you're not self-sabotaging your entire, you know, weight loss journey. Yeah. No, thank you for sharing that with us because I I listened to it like I said, I, I heard it and I was like, it's so true. It's so it's so powerful that message because so many people do believe that when you get to this place, when I get my six pack, I'll feel this way. And then well, also you it also, no, you won't. And it also applies though for the whole idea of even joining a training program or starting a program. It's like, if you don't change that internal message or those habits, those self um, sabotaging habits, you, you'll always, I believe, revert back. Like you, you'll take 10 steps forward, but then you'll take 20 steps backwards. Like you might reach your goal. And then all of a sudden you'll fall back into that habit because you haven't changed internally. You haven't changed that, that core stuff that is the stuff that needs to shift in order to maintain yeah, and that's exactly why, like, we have this 28 Day Lose Weight and Love Yourself Live Challenge, and we yeah. spend the entire first week just focused on taking out the self-sabotage, like, taking out the negative self-talk and replacing it with all the positive, because right. I firmly believe if you don't have that foundation laid first, you can have the best training program, the best, you can have, like, the best meal plan, you can have everything, but if you don't lay that foundation, like, there's yeah. nothing for you to build off of. It is literally quicksand. And all that will disappear in an instant if, like, the initial foundation of, like, loving who you are, being positive to yourself, like, getting rid of all this negative self-talk, and not even the stuff that you say to yourself, like, it includes what other people say to you, right? Yeah. It includes all of that and how to battle that and how to overcome it. Yeah. Yes. That has to be the foundation that's laid first. Yeah, no, that's so great. And so, I mean, what do you think about people that are starting out on a fitness journey and just doing it on their own versus um, actually joining a training program? Because you mentioned that you have this training program, this 28 day, plus you also have your lady boss program, like your actual uh, monthly membership. So what do you think is more effective for people or what have you noticed from like trends or from even stats or anything else? Are people more um, inclined to actually reach their goals and actually maintain it when they join a training program versus doing it on their own? Yeah. So yes, yes. <laughs> yes. There's two different things here. Yeah. Is the first thing is yes, you can do it on your own. I did it on my own, but it took me so long to do it, right? Because I literally kept like falling down, having to pick myself back up, and it's hard to pick yourself back up. Like that's the hardest yeah. thing to do. And I wasted so much time, like doing so much crap, <laughs> so much money, so much time, like so much energy, like so much, like 
anxiety over doing the right thing or like is this how you do this at the gym or like what do I even do when I get to the gym like I, I wasted yeah. so much time and energy on that like yes you can do it that way or um, doing the same thing over and over again yes exactly yeah and and yeah. so like yes it can be done that way it just takes a lot longer mm -hmm. and like it's just way harder that way like don't do what I did like don't make it hard um and so <laughs> And then the other side is, um, you know, especially with like Lady Boston, and the, the reason why we've built the community that we have um, and like the challenge that we have, the, the live challenge is like you do it alongside other women that are on the same day as you. Like everyone starts day one together. Like, so no one is behind, you are not alone. And then imagine like thousands of women who are just like you that are in the same spot, like all doing the same action on the same day. Like, so we yeah. broke it down to where it's like so simple. That is just like, here's what we do today. Boom, like check it off, get my point for today. Okay, here's what we do tomorrow. And everyone is doing it together. So yeah. it's like this, you call them squads, right? It's like squad one, like does the same thing every day together. And it's like everyone is moving in the same direction and you don't feel behind, you don't feel left out. Like you have this community of women that are all like, we can do this and like loving on you and supporting you and having that support group. It's like you're 80% more likely to achieve your goal if you do it alongside other people like you and uh, I think that's what we've created with the live challenge and why it's had such, such success you know no that's amazing and so what does being a lady boss mean to you and to the millions of people that are in um, committed to your virtual family I call it your virtual family or your community but like it's it really is like it's your family these people you love them so much what is that what does it mean to you what does it mean to your, to the people yeah, for, for us, like, when Lady Boss was created, um, you know, my husband, literally, the, the way that we came up with kind of, like, our manifesto is he, like, hit record on his phone. He was like, so what does being a Lady Boss mean? And, like, I don't even know. And I go on this, like, 20-minute rant, and I'm like, this is all Lady Boss, this is Lady Boss, you know, and it became a manifesto, which is, like, you know, a Lady Boss, it's, it's an identity shift, really. Like, women who join our program like they have an identity shift. We take away like the victim mentality. We take away like the, I can't do this. And we're like, you're a lady boss now. Like it, it, they read this manifesto to themselves as like, um, you know, uh, it goes through like all the affirmations of being a lady boss. Like I get it done. I make no excuses. Like I am confident. I love myself. I kick butt. I take action. I am yeah. unstoppable. I'm a lady boss. And when you start like, telling that to yourself and believing that's who you are, like you start taking different actions. You start becoming different in your life because you're like, oh yeah, I don't make excuses anymore. Like I'm going to the gym or like I'm going to get this exercise in. Um, you start you're like, you're like, I can, but I believe in myself, right? I'm confident. Yeah. And you start speaking that over yourself and your identity completely changes of who you are. And just watching these women blossom through that, like, being a lady boss is like it's that mentality but it's also the community that we have um and these women who don't even know each other in real like in like real physical life um, <laughs> that are literally like sisters like when we have our event once a year these women that don't even have never even met before in their lives get off airplanes and are like running through the airport like crying screaming like hugging each other because That's they amazing. like love each so much like it is yeah. absolutely incredible and it's just like when you have a support community like that it makes it amazing because you don't have that I call it the the resistance without 
which is all the people in your family, your friends group, when they see you trying to make a change and they start like putting resistance on you and pressure, they're like, why don't you want to eat the nachos? Kayla, you always get the nachos with me. Like, yeah. do you want dessert? Oh, 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 you don't want dessert? Okay, well, I'll, I'll buy you a brownie. Let me let me buy it for you. I'm paying. like, you've never paid for dessert for me in our entire life. <laughs> you know, there becomes all this resistance. And if you don't have that support group, you know, it makes it extremely hard because, you know, when you have a support group that's on the same page as you, that's dealing with the same stuff, like you have a safe place to go and you have people that are encouraging you instead of like putting resistance and, and pressure on your goal. So like that's in, in whole, like that's what the Lavos culture is all about. Yeah. No, and that's, it's so key to have that because I do think that so many people, when they want to transform their life and they want to get into this place of like just bettering their life, they do have that outside resistance, whether it's coworkers, whether it's family, whether it's friends that are like, maybe they're stuck. So they're trying to keep you stuck, right? Like they're trying to like pull you yes. back. They're like, oh, look at you. Like, or they start making negative comments like, oh, are you going to the salad again? Or, oh, you're going to the gym. And like, and it's just, it, you can't you can't be around that. I always try to find for myself when I was going through my own transformation and I had that outside people kind of making those negative comments, I would just try to be like, change the subject, just change the mm -hmm. subject. Whenever I'm around them, I don't talk about food. I don't talk about my workouts. I don't, you know, I don't bring any of that stuff up around them so that it just changes the narrative consistently so that it just yeah. didn't come up and it wasn't necessary. Yeah. You, you have know. to realize that it's not you, it's them. Of like, course. It's, they <laughs> it's not me, it's you. Like they are uncomfortable with themselves and that's why they're like putting it off on you to make you uncomfortable. You just have yeah. to realize that what you're doing is not wrong. No. <laughs> you know, it's not wrong. Uh, so exactly. just like recognize that, you know, cause that it's like, a, it's like they see it. Yeah. You're like yeah, it's out the closest to people to you. It's the ones that should be supporting you. That should be cheering you on. That should be like, I'm proud of you. Like, go girl, like you can do this. And that's not how it is. And it's confusing when it first happens to you. And you're thinking, yeah. am I doing the right thing? Am I wrong? Like maybe they're right. And no, it's, it's not true. Like you just have to take it with a grain of salt and realize it's because they are uncomfortable. Yeah, no, definitely. Now, um, what would you have for anyone who is listening right now, who is like, I'm just starting out on my transformation. I'm a bit nervous. What would be your top three tips that you would give them, whether it be fitness, health related mindset, anything that you that maybe we haven't already covered. Um, okay. So I'll give you, this is like kind of basis of the challenge too, but um, you know, you just, you need like three things a day. So like, if I was like, I was going to give you three tips. I'll just tell you the three things. Um, detailing. Cool. Yes. Like, <laughs> um, so drink a gallon of water a day, just start drinking down water a day. Okay. Second thing, move your body, breathe hard and sweat every day for yeah. at least 10 minutes. That could be going for a fast-paced walk. That could be playing tennis. That could be going for a bike ride. That could be playing a basketball game. That could be chasing your kids around the yard. Like, it doesn't have to be structured inside of a box in a gym, okay? Any type of moving your body every single day, 10 minutes, at least 10 minutes, move hard, move, breathe hard, and sweat, okay? That's okay. the second thing. The third thing is um, have, like, transition to having at least one healthy meal a day. So starting out. Don't try to like overhaul your entire life, all right, because you'll become overwhelmed. Pick one meal, replace it with a healthy meal, um, and you guys know, like, you try to act like you don't know what a healthy meal is, but you do. <laughs> Ask yourself, is this fueling my body? Is this for purpose or is this for pleasure, okay? If it's for pleasure, it's definitely not a healthy meal. 
All right. So start thinking like, is this fuel for my body? Is this fuel? We all know what we need to eat. We just try to act like we don't, so then we don't have to do it. That's, it sounds that, like my husband to a T. <laughs> that was me in the beginning. I'm like, I don't know any healthy meals, so I don't have to eat them, right? But like, you know, um, and then the other thing is just like find uh, like a nutritional meal replacement for you. This is the second half of number three, and have that for breakfast. Because uh, most people like go without breakfast or they're going through a drive through for breakfast. So find like, you know, we have Lady Boss Lean, which is a all one nutritional shake, but just like just have so that. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's like the, it tastes like freaking cake, but have a, a meal replacement shake for breakfast because it'll make it easier on you. You can drink it while you're getting ready, put your cup, like mix it with coffee. I do that all the time and just get that, those vitamins and minerals and nutrition in, in the beginning of the day and have one other healthy meal in the day. And just focus on those three things a day. Yeah. And it'll start like, it'll, it'll start to ramp up and you'll start to be like, oh, this is awesome. Now I want to have two healthy meals a day. I'm starting to feel better, right? I'm starting to look better. I want to work out for longer. But if you try to jump in with two feet, like you end up drowning, all right? Yeah. Because we get overwhelmed. We get over, like we get worked up. We like, it feels like, oh my gosh, I got to do all this stuff, all this stuff, all this stuff. And then we can't hold it. And we can't stay consistent with it because we've gone too far too fast. So yeah. just take those steps a day. And initially, like, that's how you start jogging. And then you'll start running. And then you'll be in a sprint into your healthy lifestyle. Yeah. No, I couldn't agree with you more, too, that you have to do it in baby steps. Like, not baby steps, but at least in digestible steps. Because when you do try yes. to do too much at once. I, I remember I went to the Biggest Loser Ranch in Utah a week to go train with the trainers out there and just to see what their program was about just because it was cool right and I wanted to see what they were doing and um and I remember having conversations with people there but the cool thing about that the biggest loser ranch is that they set their people up for success when they're leaving so they actually have like a meeting with a counselor to talk about like the transition phase from going from this extreme program to daily life again right because it's it's a really extreme program you're training for eight hours a day you're eating a calorie restricted diet it's like Oh, it's, it's so exhausting. I was like answering emails with just like one letters, like Y for yes or N for no. Like that was how I was so tired. My brain was like, <laughs> after training for so long, but it's like, I remember having a conversation with someone and they were like, Oh, when I leave, I'm going to be working out for like at least four hours a day. I'm going to replace like, you know, instead of snacks, I'm just going to eat cut up pieces of celery. And that's what I'm going to bring to the movies with me. And thought, and I was like, you're not like, you can't, you can't say that you're going to like, I'm not trying to be the mean person, but that's not realistic. Like be, try to be a little bit more realistic with it and approach it till you get to a place where you can manage to start adding in more things for sure. So, um, why don't you tell our listeners, well, I'm sorry that we have to wrap this up. I'm sad. Cause I feel like we could talk so much more, but I know, um, <laughs> again. I know we definitely should. <laughs> Part two for sure. Now, why don't you tell our listeners though how they can learn more about your um, about your challenge as well as about your programs? Because I think you've got a lot of amazing programs to offer to help with that transformation. Yeah. So, uh, what's awesome about the challenge is it's actually a live challenge. So we yeah. go through like every day is live. Like my lady boss coaches who are like double certified. They're like some of them were Olympic athletes and like they all have like master's degrees. Like they're amazing and they work, um, you know, with the lady boss coaching program. But they are live every single day, walking through the 28 day lose weight and love yourself live challenge. You get to do it live with all the other women who are in the challenge as well. And what's amazing about it is it's actually broken down to where it's like. 
like you have one mission for each week. And every day there's just one action to complete. So it really helps take the overwhelm out of losing weight, the overwhelm out of getting healthy, out of exercising, like all of that. And it structures it to where it's like, wow, like this is the only thing I have to focus on today. I don't have to do it all. But what, ha- what, ha- what happens is you actually build those fundamental habits, that foundation that we were talking about earlier. It helps you build that foundation uh, during those 28 days. So um, you guys can find out more about the live challenge at ladyboss.com slash accept the challenge. Um, and then I have a lot of free stuff for you guys that you can get at ladyboss.com. So you can check that out. There's a bunch of free stuff for you on there. Cool. And how can they find you on social media? Because I do think you, you share so much great content on social media as well. Yeah. So Instagram, it's just at Lady Boss. And then um, on Facebook, it is Lady Boss Kaylin, K-A-E-L-I-N. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's perfect. Well, thank you again, Kaylin. Guys, thanks so much for listening. Um, and definitely stay tuned for part two of this at some point. <laughs> After you have your baby. <laughs> yeah, after the baby. Yeah, exactly. All right. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. Thank you guys so much for joining us this week. If you love the show, we would love if you could head over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and review to help spread the Fit Chicks love. We release a new episode every Tuesday and Thursday, so please be sure to subscribe so that you never miss 